Hello, this is Andrew WK, and I'm here to remind you that we're partying very hard together on the Freaky Geeks podcast. The only thing I miss from New York City is the big fat barber who used to shave my back hairs into a shirt collar for me. Noel Cummings? Noel Cummings slash from Henry Zabrowski's Twitter. <laughs> oh, you were so inspired. I read it. And I was like, this is good. <laughs> You're so... Hi, my name is Shane Smith, and I'm the octopus that was just minding its own business, <laughs> but now it's unknowingly been involved in a hentai. <laughs> Can you imagine? No one ever thinks about him. He's just no hanging out does. like... Oh, hey, I guess I'm your pet now. What are we going to do? Am I going to do like a Pokemon thing? This is cool. Why are all these girls here in this locker room with me? Why are they all getting naked? Wait, what's going on? I'm not going to be sushi, am I? Oh, it's worse than I could possibly imagine. You know, we animal animal activists for (laughs) octopuses out of hentai. That's what I'm about. That's my new campaign. Save the octopuses. Save the octopi. Save the octopi. Yes. From vaginas. From vaginas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag me too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. So sad. It's fucked up. That was fucked up. Hey, everyone, though. <laughs> you know, be aware. <laughs> Consent is important. Consent is the most important thing. Listen um, to people who are sad about things. Yes. Probably. Also that. Yeah. And we talk about consent in some of the stories today. We do. do. Hey, consent is so important. Yeah. Makes the world go round. Yeah. You know what else is important as I have a stroke? What? Getting tattooed at Black Salt Studio. It's so important. It is the most important. It's so important. Before the show started, we were literally talking about how much we both want to get tattooed. Yes. And how you're getting tattooed on Thursday. Yes. And how I am wildly jealous. I am not getting tattooed by Casey on Thursday. Who are you getting tattooed we by? We can put that little part in our pockets and oh, pretend I never said it. Okay. Um, it's a birthday present from Mia and Chelsea, my two lovely friends, and um, we're going to the girl they go to. at. Um, I think her name's Ashley, and she's at um, Yellow Rose or Heart of Gold. Whatever the one in Sugar House is that's next to Even Stevens. Oh, okay. So you're just getting a friend tattoo from yeah. some random lady. Yeah, they go to her. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool. What are you getting? I'm a conversation heart that says skating for Satan. Okay. I'm still jealous. Yeah. It's going to be in like internet talk. So it's going to be like my Twitter handle. Yeah. Yeah. Skating for Satan. Yeah. Cool. That me. It me, your boy. (laughs) (laughs) Who that boy. Who he is. (laughs) Um, Awesome. Well, good for you. Yeah. I fucking hate you. And I wish I was covered in tattoos so I never had to get tattooed again. You are almost covered in tattoos. I am not covered enough. Isn't it weird that even uh, people always are like, you're so covered and I feel not covered at all. Yeah. It It legit bothers me how uncovered I feel. I know it. I exactly know how you feel. Yeah. I hate it so much. All I do is see blank spaces. Yep. I want my sides finished already. I want my freaking tops of my arms. I want this piece of my chest, this little piece of my chest that isn't done to be done. I want my legs to be finished. Sometimes I want to tattoo my face more. I'm a Don't. horrible decision maker. Don't do that one. I almost did once. You did it. It wasn't good. Walk away. Say no. <laughs> oh, my oh, gosh. man. Everyone, we got off topic, though. A little bit. You should go to Black Salt Studio. Yes. 930 South Main Street. Uh, it's the only place I get tattooed. 
What's up, y'all? I know. Was you, that, is that a subtle diss? It's the only place that I go to where I pay money out of my own pocket to get tattooed. Now, people get tattooed places. Life is very crazy. But if you're trying to get a good tattoo that you know is going to be good the first time, never need work, and be something you cherish forever, go to Black Salt. They are amazing. Not Everyone only will they do the best job, but while you're there, you get to be in a shop that is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, in an environment that's rad, getting tattooed by people who aren't weird to talk to or awkward. Yeah. Everyone is great. I can't stress the environment enough because I've been tattooed in places that are like reputable shops that are well-known and well-liked locally in Salt Lake that are great artists. But their shops remind me, well, they're just open windows everywhere. Everyone can see in. There's no privacy between the tattooers and so if you like are getting something where you have to like pull your pants down or pull your shirt up there's everyone can see right yeah and it's bright and it's just there's so it's just like hi my vagina's out here i got my vagina tattooed in a shop like that and i was like oh i guess everyone just gets to see hi this is me i wish i would have done that at black salt because it's private it's secluded and it's like the environment is very like reminds me of a little like zen room right it's like dim and quiet and friendly and peaceful it's not loud with these like medical lights everywhere it's very comfortable yeah yeah it's amazing i love getting tattooed there it's awesome so highly recommend do it well what else we got going on this week ah the month of october is almost over thank you Satan. I love October and I also hate it because it's the busiest month always. Um, we just finished an October evening. This weekend is our last big weekend. The 27th and 28th we will be at FearCon. We will be hosting the costume contest and then I will be competing in Miss FearCon. Oh shit! So that is that. And I have gotten Creature under control. It creature. is my creature. Not her nickname for her vagina. <laughs> I mean, also the nickname for my vagina. My costume, it is under control. Thanks to Erica and Chelsea for being the best. And um, let's hope we fucking win this because I need that money. Trying to get a W. Yeah, and so, money. do you know what you'll be required to do for Miss FearCon the day of? No. For those of you out in the internet world, podcast land, mm-hmm. or whatever, um, Miss FearCon is the competition Noelle will be competing in, which is like a beauty pageant, but for spooky people. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. she is going as the creature uh, from the Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, it's like very, it's got a feminine bent because it's Miss FearCon, not just creepy FearCon. Yeah. So, and the creature from the Black Lagoon dress that I am competing in was made by Andrea Pretty Macabre, so it is just stunning, absolutely stunning. It's very pinup and curve hugging and super exaggerated feminine. Your curves. It is unreal, and it's it's beautiful sequins, and it's I can't just wearing that alone. I was like, I should win. So, yeah, we're gonna turn it out. 
You stoked? We're going to turn it out. Am I stoked? Absolutely not. But it's fine. Yeah. If you guys want to come to FearCon and see Noelle be inside of a dress that's slowly suffocating her to death while the clock ticks down, (laughs) will you die or will you win? Is this Saw? Is this Saw? Oh, my God. But it'll be good. Um, So if you'd like to come to FearCon, we'll both be there hanging out. Um, I should have tickets to give away. Do Oh, yeah? Yeah. I just, they haven't sent them to me, but we, I was told I was going to be given some. So check out our Instagram for ticket giveaways to Miss FearCon or FearCon in general. Also, check us out on Twitter and Facebook. Yes. Why don't you talk to us? Do it. The Facebook group will be where I give the most things out to people because they are the most active and they deserve it. Also, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Please, please, please go to the podcast app, scroll down to the review section, and give us a review. Yes. Recently, we got a negative review in the in the comments, but they gave us five stars. Yeah, it was very <laughs> what weird. What did they say? They were like, these oh people aren't good. Five stars. Yeah, it was... That's all I ask, though. Yeah, just give us some five stars. Just five stars is fine. Hey, you can say whatever you want. Could be gold. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um... They made it much easier to like review things on iTunes, so go ahead and find us on iTunes. Please review us. It helps us a ton. And if you listen to us on other things like Podomatic or Google Play or Stitcher, there, you can also review us there. And of course, on Facebook, too, there's a reviewing option for our page. Just review, review, review. It helps us so much in becoming more legitimate and less poor. Yeah. That's the inevitable goal, right? Hey, shout out to everyone who subbed to our Patreon over the last month. Yeah. Yeah, if you'd like to keep supporting us, please do. Even $1 is so helpful. We got a bunch of $1 subs, and like you guys mean the world yeah. to us. That is so fucking it cool. It is amazing. We're going to be recording. I'm actually going to California to visit my um, family. I'm flying out in um, a few hours, and I'll be there until Thursday. And with you know everything in October, we got super busy. So we'll be recording our Patreon-only episode when I come back. Yeah. And then that'll be out to you. And we're collecting everyone's addresses right now and putting together little goodies for you all. And those will be out within the next few weeks. Yeah. So expect to get a care package from us if you gave us your address. Okay. You want to hear this review? Yeah. Okay. Am I going to read it? Yeah, read it. Which one is it? The top one? Bottom one. Bottom one. one. The plot was thin and the characters are underdeveloped. Highly pedantic. Five stars. I'll take it. I will take it. What's the username? Highly pedantic. No, the username. Weapon 10. Thanks, Weapon 10. Weapon 10, we legitimately appreciate we your appreciate review. You. If you could all get on the train with Weapon 10 and give us a five-star yeah. review, say anything you yeah, want. Yeah, roast us, Just please. Just give us the five-star Roast review. us, but five stars. <laughs> five stars. That's all we oh, care about. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so we appreciate the reviews. We appreciate you supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash freakygeeks. Podcast. Yes. Yes. So go find us. Um, even a dollar helps us so much. You guys have already helped us a ton. We're pretty close to covering our rent for the year. Yep. And we are in the process of putting out merch. We're going to be cashing out Patreon and just throwing it into merch for you guys. We're still working on an exclusive shirt design, and um, that's being commissioned, so it's taking a little bit longer. So it'll just be like a release. It won't be an October-only thing. It'll just be a short-time release for it. So 
yeah, stay tuned for all of that. We couldn't do any of this without your support financially. Yeah. Also, your support financially has helped uh, motivate me to do a film project that's going to be involved with Freaky Geeks because it's Noel and I and our interests. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's going to be really cool. And we'll be putting that up on YouTube pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be something different and weird. But Noel and I will both be in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we hope you guys like that too. It'll be way cool if you like serial killers in a good time. Yeah, if you like serial killers in a good time. You'll like it. You'll enjoy us. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good, that's good. I like that. What a nice message. (laughs) All right, everyone. Uh, We didn't even tell you what this episode is about. Why don't you just go ahead and listen and find out? Just you'll find out. Yeah. We mentioned it. You'll have a great time. All right, everyone. Uh, It might be a penny. Or it could be gold. Hail Satan. (laughs) Hail Satan. was like charlie brown and the great pumpkin also saw one through five (laughs) like right next to it i loved that do kids not like saw i don't think they do how old were you when the first saw came out i think i was in high school okay i think i mean i was obviously not in high school but i don't know yeah i was like yeah i was either in the end of middle school and beginning of high school I, rem- I specifically remember it. I remember like one of my friends was dating a girl and she was like really fucking lame and he and he was like, "Well, uh cutting yourself, hurting yourself isn't cool, so I don't like this movie." Oh my god. And I was like, "Dude." Yeah, cuz uh the first one wasn't it he had to saw his leg off. Yeah, instead of just taking off his belt or and then like looping it over the key or the phone and pulling it towards him yeah yeah there were a lot of plot holes in that movie yeah it's crazy that you could make a movie that long go through that much trouble and not fucking realize you could just take your shirt off and make a rope and just throw it over there and pull it towards you you know i feel like that's the least of their problems with that fucking Mm. it's not even a trilogy with that series man you remember the needles where the it's like uh she's like a fucking heroin addict and so she has to like swim through a room of needles to like find the thing to escape really oh that was i think that was in like two or three yeah i tapped out after one yeah Ooh, that one that was the worst i think that may have been the same one with um chester bennington r.i.p where he was attached to the seat of his car the front seat and he had to rip his back skin off that's not so bad. No, it was gruesome. Like the way that they shot it, it was like inch by inch. The skin was ripping off of his body and the sounds, you know, they make the most dramatic, absurd sounds that are supposed to make you like gag. I mean, yeah, he lost the skin on his back, but in the end, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> I think in the end, you know, I'm not even going to say what I was just going to say. <laughs> what were you? That- what? I put it in my pocket. What are you going to well, say? Gonna something say, offensive? Kind of. Because I think he escapes it but gets his head chopped off. What? How does he get his head cut I off? I think like something swings. It's on like a timer. I don't remember. It's all kind of a blur. But I think he loses his head in it. And in the end, it didn't even matter. I just, 
All I know about Saw is that it came out and people were like, oh my God, this is so crazy. And then Mm -hmm. Hostel came out and people were like, would you want to watch Saw? But like a thousand times worse. I was like, I'm good. Straight up. Way okay on Hostel. Hostel was definitely like, wait a second, hold my beer. Did you see the Green Inferno movie that Eli Roth made? No. With the cannibals? No. It was like kind of a tribute to Cannibal Holocaust or whatever. You know, I'm so glad I didn't see it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's actually like about, and now I don't know, I've never seen it, but I think the plot is like these as like these social justice warrior people who like these college students who are like way into all that stuff mm-hmm. they're like going to help people quotation mm-hmm. marks around help and they're playing wrecks in the forest and then um the people they wanted to help like these can they're cannibals in the jungle and then they like cut them apart and eat them mm. while they're still alive and stuff yeah so and it's, it's just super like fucked cannibal up holocaust yeah yeah, Cannibal Holocaust fucked me up pretty good. Did it? Um, yeah, there was like a scene, um, and I'll tell you why. Because Cannibal Holocaust, besides the um, eating people while they're alive, yeah, they yeah. did they did death right. When you die, your eyes are wide open and glazed over, and your jaw drops like slacked, and you look like you you look dead. Right? It's not this pleasant last breath, and then you go into a peaceful slumber. With your eyes closed like one of those angel ceramic babies. It's not, that's not <laughs> death, you know? But that's how, like, I always think of Talia al Ghul's death in um, Dark Knight Rise. No, in The Dark Knight Rises, where she just is like, and this is for my father. And there's like, <gasps> and then just closes her eyes and her head just like turns to the side. And you're like, that's the worst death scene in the history of movies. Yeah, but they need to know that she died. But it's kind of ridiculous. It's like when you ask a child to play dead, they would do the same thing and like stagger away and like grab, like grasp at the wall and then like drop and like touch their <laughs> pearl necklace. And <laughs> did you why? Do you remember the Batman, uh, the Pete Holmes Batman uh, parody of that scene where he keeps talking about how they just had? Oh sex yeah, yeah, and he just keeps and talking. He's like, we we did it in the butt yes. and the mouth yep. in an order. That might surprise you. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, so fucking... It's the best. Oh, oh, my God. It was so good. Yeah, that scene's forever ruined. I love that movie, but every time I see that scene, I think about Batman yeah. doing anal with her. Yeah. So, I mean, we all knew what happened in front of that fireplace. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, that's why Cannibal Holocaust got me. And I think that's why it got the world because they went to trial because people thought that. Yeah, they the thought it was a actually, snuff film. Yeah, they thought they actually died and the actor had to like be flown in for a trial to be like, no, hi, I'm here. I think it's <laughs> because they did the death so right. Yeah. You got to do death right. Yeah. I agree. No, well, we're here. Hi. <laughs> we're talking about death. No, what yes. are we talking about today? We are doing um, scary stories to tell in the dark. Hey, this is totally not our fourth plan for the episode. I know. Talk about having backups, everyone. This weekend tried to murder us. It really did. This weekend fucking... Woo! We it, did it in October evening. Yeah. And by we, I mean mostly not me. <laughs> yeah. Well, Shane was doing Fortune. Um, What's Fiend... What's her last name? Feemster. I was Feemster. not doing Fortune. Feemster. Okay, well, you were, I performed with you Fortune Feemster at the comedy club. I was working. Yeah, you were working hard, and she's 
on like Chelsea Handler's show all the time. She's really funny. And I heard that show is great. We had a few listeners go to that. Yeah. And said it was great. One of our listeners, Darren, who had our Freaky Geeks party on Friday the 13th. He's the best. And he went to that and he loved it. And then he also fucking dragged his ass to an October evening. So like number one friend award. Yeah, for real. Like who has ever been like, oh, both Shane and Noel are doing events. I'm going to go to both of them at the same day. Yeah. What? Monster. Fucking savage. So you did your shows Mm -hmm. and they were great. They were. It was a lot of fun. I had a great time. I roasted these ladies from Wyoming so hard that a black guy stood up in his seat, put his hands on his head and then did a full 360 and sat back down. It's amazing. Yeah. That is the goal. That's what you want. I love that if you make a black person laugh hard enough, they get possessed by ghosts and they just (laughs) have to get up and like move around. They have to perform an exorcism on themselves. They just know how to have fun. It's true. It is really true. I wonder what it is about like what is going on in their culture specifically at home that they laugh that hard. Please brutality. You just got to laugh. Is gotta it? have a good time. Is that why I laugh so hard? Yeah. Because of how hard I was molested? Exactly. <laughs> you know, isn't it? Um, what is, what's the saying? Uh, comedy is tragedy over time. Yeah. Comedy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Comedy is tragedy. Uh, tragedy plus time equals comedy. Yes. That is literally, that's why, you know? Yeah. That's why. <sighs> I don't know that that's it. I think it's it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, I mean, think, maybe. I, think I will say poor people tend to have more fun than rich people. They do. By like a huge margin. Yeah. When I go to Rock Springs, Wyoming and perform, as much as I make fun of Wyoming, those people love to fucking laugh and have a good time. And when I perform for like Park City people mm-hmm. or Provo or like when I know the crowd is like well to do, mm-hmm. it's they'll have a great time but it was not the same yeah it's not there's like a visceral energy it literally is the difference between the party on the titanic that rose and jack go to Mm -hmm. and then the party below decks where all the irish people are fucking throwing down yeah that's the difference that is the difference that is exactly it that's the summary of it you know life's short laugh a lot yeah super true that's that's the moral of it that's why they have a good time that's why People who are not assholes have a good time, you know? Yeah, I agree with that. So, yeah, you had that show and it was great. Mm-hmm. And then um, I did makeup for an October evening and I also did a, the puppet show. <laughs> hey, holla at me. And, of course, all of our friends. Yeah. Every single. Every single one. I had so much FOMO. Yeah. Every single person was there. Everyone looked awesome. Yeah. I mean, Andrea and Steven, every fucking year, they bring it. And they bring it fucking hard. Yeah, man. All of our friends fucking crushing it this Halloween. Yeah. You know, um, Natasha was there, local comedian. Mm-hmm. Natasha, Natasha Maurer, Natasha for those Maurer. of you from... And um, from anywhere else. Yeah. She was there and she came up to me after the show and she was like, I've never... She's like, I feel so overwhelmed in a good way because I, I didn't even know that this scene of artists and creators existed. And I didn't... This is clearly a collaboration of everyone. And it's true. And she's just like, I'm so overwhelmed about all this talent that I had no idea existed in Salt Lake. And um, she was specifically talking about some of Steven's short films that were like comedies. And she was like, for someone who doesn't do comedy, he fucking nailed it. Yeah. And it's and she was really blown away by it. And it made me think like when you're in the middle of it, hustling and bustling, not sleeping, pumping shit out, you forget that you're in the middle of this living, breathing art piece and that it's made up of 
uh, so many talented people like Meg was singing live um, and she was like a finalist on American Idol and her voice is just unbelievable. And then of course, Carly and Charlie doing unreal like acrobatics and pole and just the, an athleticism that you've never seen besides like in like a movie portraying a circus, you know, speaking of Batman. Yeah, for real. Um, and it was just, it was so insane. And then Chris Hansen, the special effects makeup artist, and of course, Steven's great movies and Andrew's amazing dresses, all the wonderful models. It was, it was unreal. The amount Let's of creativity. Let's not forget about the makeup artist. And of course, the makeup artist. Miss Noel. The makeup artist. And the puppeteers. And the puppeteers, me and Erica. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, or Erica and I, pardon my grammar. Um, yeah, it was... It was super cool, and um, a million shout-outs to them. It was amazing. If you didn't go, you missed out. If you didn't go to Shane's shows, you missed out. True that. I hate when people always, like, message me or, like, comment or whatever, reply to a story on, like, Snapchat or Instagram. They're like, you're always doing cool stuff. How do I do this? And it's just, like, pay attention to your scene. Locally, there's always something going on. You never have a reason to not be involved. Because we are surrounded by creative and talented people. I think people want to skip the all hard the parts part. and go to the cool part. Yeah. People see me doing shows mm-hmm. and they're like, how do I do that? And I'm just like, I don't know. You don't give up your social life and have for a traumatic childhood. Years, yeah. <laughs> and fucking work for hundreds of hours for free. Yeah. And spend even more hundreds of hours writing and, mm-hmm. you know, like. St- it's just that simple. Yeah. So when people are like, oh, I want to get involved in art. And you're like, we'll start making some and be yeah. around and don't expect to just someone to just hand you something and be like, you're amazing. Now you're a, ma- a focal point of my art project. It's yeah. Like, no, false. Yeah. But. It is. Yeah. The you people like to be at the end where it's all grand and beautiful and they don't like to be there in the final hour hand sewing something onto someone and putting fucking hot glue on their skin and being like suck it up yeah like no one wants to be in the dirty times but anyway if you want to the opportunities are always there totally totally so i'm sick of that yeah you definitely got to go out there and get get it going Mm -hmm. i have three projects because i'm planning on um doing a lot of Mm stand-up and and being gone for a lot of next year and Mm -hmm. so up until december i have three projects one of which you know about one of which you've kind of heard me talk about Mm -hmm. the theater piece that i want to do and then the movie or the short film about hh holmes that i'll be working on in Mm -hmm. which you will play hh holmes and then a third project that no one knows about that i'm pretty excited that it will be a surprise yeah 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 so So non they'll be funny they'll all three be very funny but they'll they're like not stand up and so i'm excited for that that's way cool yeah, so I'm trying to keep it busy, everyone. Just fucking just, just get out do there it. and do stuff. Just do it. Just do it. I, I hate it. that Nike stole that, but right? it's also good. Just do it. Check mark over. No, it's Shia's now. Shia LaBeouf owns do it. Do it. Do it. He does own it now. Um. So yeah, that's basically our weekend, and it destroyed us as people. But that's art. Yeah. 
and uh, be we're, prepared for that as well. We're both just emotionally exhausted. Mm-hmm. And we had um, planned to do magic today, but we didn't get it fully recognized and we didn't want to half-ass the episode. Yeah. So you'll just have to wait, which is no big deal. Yeah. And then we were going to do another episode about EVPs, but that fell through because we had technical issues. Mm-hmm. And then um, we were going to have another episode about Halloween stuff, but we fucked that all up. Mm-hmm. And so now we're here and what are we going to do? We're going to read scary stories. Scary stories to tell in the dark, which Woo-hoo. you probably remember from childhood haunting you because the illustrations are horrific. Yeah, I remember the illustrations, but I don't remember the stories. Good. So this will be, this is exciting because I straight up don't remember any of these. It's written by the Scary Story series, written by Alvin Schwartz, and the art is done by Stephen Gamel. Ooh. So get ready to be a spooked. And it's probably Gimel. Probably. Who fucking knows? That's G in the Hebrew alphabet. Okay. That's also the when you spin a dreidel, you want Gimel. That's the good one. Well, the, the more, more you, you know. know. <gasps> oh! <laughs> spooky! <laughs> Okay, should we read a story? Yeah, you go first. Okay, okay. So this story is called The Big Toe. Um, And I guess we'll start it off. Uh, One day, a boy was digging in his garden when he saw a big toe sticking out of the ground. Mm -hmm. He tried to pick it up, but it was stuck. Yeah, it's probably attached to like a fucking body. Yeah, I mean, I've read enough true crime. I know what the ending of this is. Also, this I know that they haven't specifically told us who or what this but he's obviously just a white kid yeah it's just like oh this there's a corpse here i'm gonna play with it yeah <laughs> immediately <laughs> i would say um upper middle class white kid it's every horror movie like this is this seems like it could be horrific i'm gonna get involved yeah <laughs> <laughs> it, it wouldn't budge so he pulled as hard as he could and it came off in his hand then he heard something groan and scamper away what <laughs> i don't i mean now i'm <laughs> so confused. he has a toe and something has scampered the boy took the big toe into the kitchen and showed it to his mom like you do mom look what i got <laughs> he just fucking has a toe that looks like a nice wait that looks nice piece of meat she said i'll put it in the soup and we'll have it for dinner what the fuck what I have never brought anything in from outside and shown it to my mom. And she's like, oh, my God, let's eat that. Can you imagine if you had a mom that you just brought shit to her and she was like, I'm going to incorporate this into dinner now. I mean, she's probably one of those super artsy moms who just like wants to support anything that their kid does. Ugh, She's like that lady who uh, who was the lady that was stuffing yarn into her vagina and then um, knitting it, knitting it yeah. out. Of her, I don't know self. who she was, but she's probably still single with fifty cats. Ooh. That's a rough one. You know what the gross thing is? What? She's not single. There's no way. We're dudes. We're animals. There's yeah. like fifty guys who read that story and was like, "Yarn vagina chick seems attainable. I'm gonna fly out to Australia and meet her." I'd like to think that there was one person who that was their fetish, and it was a match made in heaven. Dude, that would be cool for uh, them. I mean, I know. Follow up. Someone follow up on that. If there's a guy who's just like, dude, pussy yarn is my shit. And then we're like, have, but have you seen her? That's all she does. <laughs> Some, and she hangs it from her house. Can you imagine like you invite your significant other to work 
and they're at your job and you're like showing them around and then you're like this is dale and they're like hey dale nice to meet you i really like your jacket what's it made out of and you're like we don't fucking touch dale's <laughs> clothes here okay <laughs> dale's wife fucking makes those clothes out of her pussy <laughs> why are oh we talking God. about this how i don't did... know i don't know how we got here anyway so <laughs> okay. this kid upper middle class white kid okay he has to have a fucked up name that's trying to be unique yeah. like what's his name his name is brexton brexton but it's spelled like ck and then the x is still in it for no reason <laughs> brexton w- came into his <laughs> his uh art deco home and was like mom look what i got and she was like i love that you are such a creative person. <laughs> I am going to put this in the dinner tonight. I love everything you do. You are the fruit of my loins and you are perfect. That's and like, then here we are. That's literally every time your cat has ever brought something to your door. That's what they're just, tr- they're trying to do what Braxton's up to. That night at the dinner table, the boy's father scooped the big toe out of the soup and chopped it into three pieces. Mm, one for all of them. Oh, the father, the mother, and the boy each ate a piece. Is the nail still on it? I'd hope so. And the bone is still in it, too. Oh, then they did the dishes, and when it got dark, they went to bed. The boy fell asleep almost at once, but in the middle of the night, he was rudely awakened by a strange sound. He listened closely. It sounded like there was a voice coming from outside his window, and it was calling to him. Where is my big toe? It no, 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 you need to do that better. Oh, come on. You have to do it better. Uh, you show, tell me how That's it, why I picked this story for you. It's, it's, well, firstly, I don't know that it's groaning until I read the line, it groaned. Okay. It's very Ready? tough. Am I going Go. again? Where is my big toe? There it is. Okay, are you happy now? <laughs> yes, thank you. When the boy heard that, he got very scared, but he thought, it doesn't know where I am. It will never find me. Bitch, it's outside of your window. Yeah, it knows it, exactly where you are. knows where you, It came to your house. Yeah. It, it came I, to your room specifically out of all of the rooms in the house. Fuck it, motherfucker. I know you in there. I'm outside your window. Oh, my window. God. What? He's, he's just like, if I stay in here, he can't see me. He says it out loud to himself. And there's just a guy with his arms up in the window like, bitch, I am. I, I hear you. I am here. I seen you. <laughs> when the, uh, what? the the vo- uh, he Then he heard the voice once more, only now it was closer where is my big toe it groaned the boy pulled the blankets over his head and closed his eyes i'll go to sleep he thought when i wake up it will be gone okay famous last words let's just (laughs) let's analyze this for a second so the boy pulled the blankets over his head and closed his eyes that is a child's move anytime you hear i'm even an adult i'm not gonna lie you hear something creepy or creaky, or a moan, and you're like, ah, spooky demon ghost, and you throw the blankets over your head, and you're like, now I'm invisible. No, no, you don't. I've always been like, I need more visibility. Where's the no, light? Where's like, the flashlight? I am playing dead in here, but it's the whole, I'm just going to go to sleep? No. Aren't you like freaking out? The last thing I'd do if someone's like coming at me is be like, I'm just going to sleep this one off. I'm just going to sleep this ghost attack off. That's not how it works. <laughs> you sleep off a ghost attack? That's not how paranormal activity works. Oh, man. You can't just sleep it off. It's not a fucking headache. <laughs> just sleep off a ghost attack. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. That logic makes no sense. I've never understood people who do that. 
I've always been like, I need more visibility. I need to see more of what's going on. Mm-mm. Not put the sheets over my head. That's fucking crazy. Nope. That's, that's how, how you, you get killed. I don't know. That was always my protection. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. All right. Um, Let's see. But then uh, l- by the time he sleeps, it'll be gone. But soon he heard the back door open. And again, he heard the voice. Where is my big toe? It groaned. Then the boy heard footsteps move through the kitchen into the dining room, into the living room, into the front hall, then slowly climbed up the stairs. Closer and closer they came. Soon they were in the upstairs hall. Now they were outside his door. Where is my toe? The voice groaned. Guess who knows where you sleep? Yeah, no shit. Fucking surprise. (laughs) The boy watched in horror as his bedroom door opened. Shaking with fear, he threw his bedclothes over his head and listened as the footsteps slowly moved through the dark towards his bed. Then they stopped. See, no visibility. He has no idea what's going Mm on. What do you mean? His bed bed clothes? He just put a a shirt on his head? Yeah, sure. And he was like, well, now they can't see me for sure. (laughs) I am Cornholio. (laughs) Yeah, he just... Need to hide from these ghosts. (laughs) That was a a sad... That was a D-minus joke. (laughs) (laughs) That was sad. Oh, my God. God. Remember when sometimes people are like, wow, you're pretty funny. Do you write these before you do the podcast? And the answer is a resounding no. (laughs) I write nothing before the podcast. That fucking sad impression (laughs) of like Beavis and Butthead do America. What's up, everybody? The five people who got that. <laughs> okay. Uh, where is my toe? The voice groaned. You've got it. Show me what you got. Show me what you got. <laughs> the, oh, let's see. Um, what the fuck? Finally, he asked, "What, what, what, what? You got such big eyes for?" Because he looks at that. Wait, what? That's the end of the story. The voice just yells out, you've got it. Oh, and then the person was like, this has some alternate endings. Yeah, then the person wrote like our fucking DVD extras. The big toe has an alternate ending where the boy hears the voice calling for its toe. He finds a strange looking creature up inside the chimney. The boy is so frightened he can't move. He just stands there and stares at it. What, what, what do you have such big eyes for? The creature answers, to look you through and through what what big claws for to scratch you up your grave well what what you got such big mouth what that mouth do <laughs> <laughs> to swallow you whole uh what 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 you got such sharp teeth for to chomp your bones okay so this is a terrible story that was a bad ending it was a terrible ending. So... Also, even the alternate ending was bad because he swallows you whole but he chomps your bones. No, if he swallows you whole, he's got to digest your bones, which is very hard to do. Yeah, I mean, the logistics here are all backwards. Yeah. All backwards. Not a fan of the Big Toe story. Uh, Yeah, I don't... I'm really upset about how um, anticlimactic that was. Also, it's just weird. I have all these questions. I couldn't even be scared because the whole time I was like, this motherfucker eats toes. How's he going to worry about a guy outside his window? Yeah. Yell out for your parents. Yeah. See, this is why I'm not good at scary movies or anything because I'm constantly being like annoyed. My suspension of disbelief is destroyed when people don't react like they do in real life. Yeah, I get that. Have you ever scared someone in real life? No one is like, oh, I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to hide. Like people scream. Yeah. People scream a lot. Yeah. 
Almost too much. Almost too much. True. Too real. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to read The Red Ribbon. Mm, this is the one you said that fucks people up. Yeah, this one this one stayed with me. Okay. Um, and I specifically remember like during October our teacher reading it to us, like if we were good, we got to be read some scary stories. And this one I specifically remember like playing the story out in my head like a movie. Uh huh. And then at the end I was upset. It was oh, upsetting. But it's good. We'll see. We'll see. I haven't read it since I was a a young child. Okay. So let's get it going. Okay. Bill whistled as he strolled through the park. He was on his way to meet his girlfriend, Sally. He could smell spring in the air. He jingled the engagement ring in his pocket and thought about asking Sally to marry him. Sally sat down on a park bench and Bill kneeled down in front of her. Sally, Bill said, you are the most beautiful girl I have ever met. I love you and I want you to be my wife. Will you marry me? Sally laughed and said, yes, I will marry you. As Bill... Wow. I know. The emotion in that. You just really came at us. I really believe... (laughs) I feel like I'm there with Bill and Sally. Well, you know... Put some... Let's hear it. Come on. um, Pretend you... Someone... You just asked you to marry you, but that your life isn't a nightmare and you still believe... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that you still believe in love. Uh, okay, so she laughs. So, uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, uh, I take back everything. <laughs> that was almost, so scary. That's almost insulting that she laughs Why and says do you yes. Laugh like Woody Woodpecker, though. Because <laughs> 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 I'm dead inside. <laughs> oh my god! She's just like, how would a woman about to get married laugh? <laughs> and then it, it, you can't tell because you're in Radio Land, but her eyes are wide open. Open like a crazy person. <laughs> I will destroy everything you love. <laughs> I mean, yes, I will marry you. As Bill gazed lovingly at his bride to be, his eyes lingered on the red velvet ribbon Sally always wore around her neck. Why do you always? I know. Who? Super weird. Just like, and also, you're gonna marry her, but you don't know about her accessories. That's like, what else doesn't he know about? Her yeah. seven other boyfriends. Yeah. Also, uh, if she wears something on her neck and you don't know what's up with that, imagine what's going on under her pants. Anywhere else? Anywhere else. Why do you always wear that red ribbon? Bill asked. Sally said, Bill, I must never take off my red ribbon. I mean, that's a fucking red flag. Yeah. Right there. Bill smiled at Sally and left the ribbon alone. He's just like, Okay, not going to dig deeper into that. Yeah, cosplay is not consent. (laughs) (laughs) Bill and Sally were married that June. Bill found a lovely little house in a nice neighborhood, and they moved in. Oh, nice. Unrealistic. That doesn't happen. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Bill bought Sally many party dresses. Bougie. Party dresses. But Sally always wore her red ribbon with each outfit. Bill thought that was odd. Oh, is Bill a fashionista? And he's like, um, 
your red ribbon does not match that canary yellow dress I just bought you. I love that this 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 is like forgetting a major part of just like not even being married to someone or even living with someone, but being in a serious relationship with someone. You're gonna uh, have sex with them. Mm-hmm. You're gonna shower with them. Mm-hmm. You're gonna see all sorts of, and she's just obviously showering with the ribbon on, yep. fucking with the ribbon on. Yep. And he's he just is like he's like you know what here's the thing showering with a ribbon is one thing mm-hmm. fucking marathon fucking with a ribbon on your wedding night is also one thing mm-hmm. but wearing a ribbon with my party dresses I buy you I mean fucking weird disgusting Sally honestly. get it together Sally just smiled and said I must never take off my red ribbon how dirty is it by this point oh it's not even They've red been, it's she's brown sweating into it Ugh, it's got a smell it's not the good. neck. Like a choker. It's like a choker. Yeah. And is Sally going to the gym? How is she staying in shape? What is she just going to get? She's just going to gain weight in this pregnancy? Does she even care about Bill? I mean, what if she gains weight? The ribbon. Oh, yeah. There's, we've got a problem to loosen there. And has to come off. I don't know. I don't know what her deal is. Oh, speaking of pregnancy. After a few years, Sally found out she was going to have a baby. This news delighted Bill. Sally talked with their friends who had babies. Bill talked with his buddies who had children. They talked together late into the night about what they had learned from everyone. When the big day came... (laughs) They're like, fuck, how do babies work? (laughs) Listen, I'm going to ask my friends. You ask your friends. We'll meet back here at midnight. (laughs) Hash it out. We'll hash it out. We'll figure it out. (laughs) It's like, do we put it in a kennel? How much do you feed it? Can it have french fries? Do you just put its food in a bowl and it decides for itself? Or do I have to feed it twice a day? What, what's the deal with their necks? Do, do they, they shit? Hold them? Oh, do they yeah. change themselves? When do they learn how to wipe? I mean, I'm assuming that's what they were doing. Okay. <laughs> um, when the big day came, Sally said, please tell the doctor I must not take off my red ribbon. Mm. Bill was frustrated, but he promised Sally that he would tell the doctor. Why was he frustrated? I really, out of all the things, out of all the sex and the showering and the cooking together and you fucking up those beautiful, expensive party dresses I got you with that fucking ribbon, when you are giving birth to our child, this is where I tap out. Yeah. This is where I'm like, you know what? This is the line. You have crossed it. Why? For why? I don't know. I am confused by Bill. Here's the deal. Sally's pussy game must be strong as fuck. Made of gold. So strong. Mm -hmm. There's no other way. They're so busy fucking. They don't even know how babies work. They had to ask their friends. And we don't know how that's going. Someone's just like, you know, you can read books. And he's like, I ain't got time for books. (laughs) Sally's pussy game is off the (laughs) chain. I'm fucking up in there all the time. What's the deal with her red ribbon? I don't ask questions. I just fuck Sally. We don't ask questions here. (laughs) Okay. Um, After the baby was born, Bill gave Sally flowers. Thank you for the flowers, Bill, Sally said. And thank you for telling the doctor I must not take off my red ribbon. Bill did not understand why the red ribbon was so important. Pro tip. If your wife blows her pussy out giving birth to your child and she's sad, flowers, fix it right up. Right. <laughs> I love how he's Flowers just like, and then corner her about that ribbon she refuses to talk yeah, about. Yeah, hey, I know that maybe your butthole ripped while you yeah. were giving birth to our son. Yeah. Here's flowers. Here's I flowers. appreciate you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you're going to have to have vaginal reconstructive surgery. But here's some flowers that will die in a week that I got for $1.99. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for your service. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, 
Do you want to hold little Billy? Oh, fucking, you guys suck. Do you want to hold little, Bi- little Billy, Sally asked. Bill, Sally, and little Billy lived happily for many years in the small, lovely house in the nice neighborhood. When little Billy was a baby, he would sometimes reach for the red ribbon around his mother's neck. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, babies yeah. are going to do that. They're fuckers. I held a baby, like, recently in the past six months, which is very out of character for me. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. But I felt forced because it was Tyler's sister's baby. And she was like, here, hold it. It wants to touch your face. And I, I was just like, Ugh. I hate that. When people are essentially like, put your arms out or I'm going to drop my baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're and immediately like... <laughs> the baby looked at me and just started ripping out my facial piercings. And I was like, get the baby. <laughs> I don't. I mean, if if that's how the baby was to me, imagine this fun little red ribbon. Just wanting to be ripped off. I know. I do a joke where I, I do a joke in my act where I, I sneeze on a baby mm-hmm. and I say it was an accident, but I do never. it on purpose. It's never an accident. Fuck that baby. I'll always <laughs> sneeze on a baby. I will cough in a baby's face. I hope it's vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> whooping cough. That's the, the oh whooping. Wait, what kind of. What, is, what, is, what, what did Juggles get thick with? Whoop, whooping cough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fun. fucking Fun. light me on fire. <laughs> Fun with words. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay, so the baby would go for <clears throat> the ribbon. Sally would gently take his little hands to hers and coo at him what's how do you coo at someone you coo at the fucking cats all the time you coo at your dogs what does that mean cooing is like when the oh you're so cute i love you such a little baby okay that bullshit so that makes me insane when i hear it it. there's something about cooing that makes me want to like mush your face but there's not just you anyone oh my god (laughs) i fucking hate it um mommy must never ever take off her red ribbon the Red Ribbon had frustrated Bill for a long time. He loved Sally with all of his heart, but did not understand her need to wear the Red Ribbon. I mean, it's finally eating at him. Yeah. After many years, Bill had an idea. Well, here's the deal. Her pussy game is slipping. <laughs> <laughs> she had that baby. Things aren't what She's they used to She's too be. busy. She's yeah. like, I don't... I have cleaned this house. I have worked. I have fed this child from my own breast. And you want to do what to me? Yeah. You fucking dog. I am a goddess who produces life, and you are a slob who touches my ribbons. <laughs> that is, and so Bill's now he's like, "Well, I've got an idea." Oh shit! Our anniversary is coming up. I will buy Sally a beautiful necklace. She will take off that old red ribbon. We know it's old and fucked up now. Yeah, yeah. So she can wear that beautiful necklace. Do you think she goes swimming? Hmm. Yes. Okay. Everyone swims. Just with the ribbon on? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'd like to think that she's made some sort of shower cap, but for her neck. Mm-hmm. Or maybe maybe she just doesn't go in past her shoulders. I mean, most girls don't. I fucking hate that. You invite a girl to the ocean or to go swimming or something, and she's like, no, my hair. And you're like, yeah, your hair is a part of you. I invited you and your fucking hair to go (laughs) swimming. Get in the fucking water. I will get in the water if it's not super chlorinated, because my hair will turn green. Anyway. Hey, don't do things to your hair that fucking can't interact with the basic functions of society. Don't tell me how to live my life. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Anyway. Um, okay. I also want to point out if she didn't take the ribbon off for a nice gown, who's to say she's going to take it off for a necklace? Anyway, uh, 
Their anniversary came. Bill took Sally to a fancy restaurant overlooking Central Park. They had a delicious meal. Oh, they're New Yorkers. Apparently. Okay. Then Bill gave Sally a velvet box with a beautiful diamond necklace in it. She opened it, smiled, and tears came to her eyes. Bill put the necklace around her neck and started to take off the ribbon. Sally stopped him. She said, I must never take off my red ribbon. Bill sat back in his seat with a huff. He looked at Sally and shook his head. I may never understand, Bill said. Sally gently placed the diamond necklace back in the velvet box and closed the lid. It is lovely, Bill. I will treasure it always, she said. But I must never take off my red ribbon. I mean, she could just layer. What? <laughs> yeah, or they could just have a conversation. He could be like, why? Has he never just asked her why? Well. We're about to get there. Why? Bill asked. Oh, shit, Bill. As only, <laughs> only fucking nine years and a yeah, kid later. Yeah, your kid is in high school and yeah. you're now asking why? As he had for so many years. Oh, apparently we were just missing out. Sally smiled sadly and shook her head. She did not answer him. Late that night, Bill was still awake. I've loved Sally for more than 20 years. Jesus. Oh, my God. But she insists on wearing that horrible red ribbon around her neck. I think it's about time I find out why. His friends are asking questions. Yeah, dude. You well, know. obviously. You know. His parents, his family, her family, mm-hmm. who everyone. Everyone's like, what the fuck? It's dirty. We would have made sweaty. it three dates deep before I pulled the ribbon off and was like, this story would have been so much shorter if it was yeah. me. I would have been like, I have to know. Mm-hmm. Should have been like, you don't get to know. And I'm like, here's the deal. Sally, I like you and your pussy game strong as <laughs> fuck, but I'm going to pull that ribbon off your neck. In 10 seconds. I'm going to need to know. Unless you tell me. And I'm going to push it up down. and look underneath it. Something's going to happen. Yeah. I need to know. Yeah. It's dangerous. Mm-hmm. I got to know these questions. Ask me anything. Yeah. I would trade her question for... I would go blow for blow with Sally, I mean, but she's got to explain the ribbon. Yeah. I mean, it's upsetting that we don't know. Bill got out of bed and walked around to Sally's side. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Bill carefully pinched the ends of the bow on the ribbon. He began to slowly pull on the ribbon. You know what? Consent is key, you guys. <laughs> yeah. The bow became smaller and smaller. The loops of the bow pulled through and only half a knot was left. <gasps> Underneath, it's a tattoo that says, juggle it for life. <laughs> 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 true nightmare oh it's the scariest story no, ever nothing will compare to that ending <laughs> and she's just like she like turns in bed and just has full clown makeup on it's like i told you not to and, it's like, and he's just like no the little boy comes in with fago and the clown makeup he's all whoop whoop and then the dad's like why what have i done bill slid his finger under the half knot and tugged zip the red ribbon gave way pop sally's head came off it rolled right to the floor bouncing in the moonlight one large tear fell from sally's eye i warned you she said and that's the end that's the end (gasps) no but wait she stays alive after her head comes off seems that way oh my god so they've been missing out on all like the weird cool sex stuff you can do with a person whose head just comes off yep dude fuck that i'm so open-minded sally would have had one conversation with me and been like this guy's into 
fucking all of the coolest stuff. They could have. And he's so nice. I'm going to go ahead. Dude, you could get your butt ate while you were oh fucking her. <laughs> they could have reenacted Shakespeare. It could have been so tight. Oh, my God. Can you imagine all the pranks you could play on your friends? Oh, my. They would have had such a spicier 20 years of marriage. Oh, man. So, someone commented. Sally, I warned you, Bill. No, you didn't, Sally. Yes, I did. I told you I must never take off my red ribbon, Bill. You never told me that your head would fall off. If you did, I would have never messed with it. Silence, Sally. Good point. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, that's what happens. You're married for a long time, and then one of you loses your head. You know, some people say that secrets keep a marriage spicy. I think secrets... Or how you kill your wife. Secret secrets are no fun. Secret secrets hurt someone. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little office hooker wisdom. (laughs) What? Yeah, from the episode of The Office where the hooker gives Dwight advice. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were just saying like that's (laughs) like... You thought like I... Shane, why are you going to offices and then meeting with hookers that are giving you advice? I was confused about that. No, I meet my hookers under a bridge like a normal person. Off Craigslist like an adult. Okay. All right, this is called The Dead Man's Hand. It's a very short story, but we're we're going for it. Uh, the students at the school for nurses got along quite well with one another. Um, another way to say that would be the nursing school students. Yeah, the nursing schools. It's like uh, it's like <laughs> your your word count needs to be four hundred words, and then they're just like, "I went to the park with my friends. My friends and I took a walk to the park." Slam <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. poetry. <laughs> Oh, man. It always reminds me of, like, an alien trying to, like, fit in <laughs> when it does that weird shit. Except for Alice. Oh, they the, so all the nursing students get along except for Alice. The trouble with Alice was that she was perfect. At least that's how it seemed to the other students. She was always friendly and always cheerful. Nothing ever upset her. Her school assignments were always on time and were always perfect. She didn't even bite her fingernails. What? Yeah. Okay. I mean... That's a weird thing to be like, oh, you're perfect. You are A-plus citizen. You get great grades. You are a philanthropist. You're charitable. But you bite your fingernails, so you're fucking garbage. Yeah, if biting your fingernails is garbage, then bite it. what is it if I bite my toenails? Ugh! <laughs> Oh, my God. You're a bridge troll. (laughs) That's not real. I don't do that. Yeah. uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. One night, several students tried to frighten Alice with a practical joke. They borrowed the hand of a corpse they had been studying in anatomy. (laughs) Just borrowing the hand of a... You cannot borrow body parts. (laughs) What are you... What? Someone comes in and you're fucking sawing at a corpse? What are you doing? I'm borrowing. (laughs) I learned oh this. Oh my god. Okay, practical jokes are like what? You put fucking like grease on the toilet bowl seat so you slip and slide all over the place. It's your friends taking a shower and you dump cold water on them. Put super glue on a coffee mug. I mean, that's even a little iffy for me really see here's the deal if you're desecrating a corpse your joke has gone too far yeah that's what i'm saying if at any point you're sawing at the human body 
Stop. No, reassess. Yeah, not a practical joke. Yeah. Not a practical joke at that point. Um. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, many of the students. Uh, excuse me. The students. Uh, many of the students. Nurses resented Alice. They would have liked to see her fail at something, become frightened, or cry, or do something that showed she had weaknesses, like they did. Uh. One night, they tried to frighten her with a practical joke. They borrowed the hand of a corpse from anatomy and tied it to a light cord in her closet. When she tried to turn on the light, she would find herself holding a dead man's hand. That would scare anybody. I actually think I'd be like, dude, who fucking spiffed up my closet? This is dope. I know, right? Unless it was like rotting. It's probably rotting. One of them said, if it doesn't scare her, nothing will. After tying the hand in place, they went to the movies. When they got back, Alice was asleep. But when they didn't see her the next morning, they decided to find out what happened. There was no sign of Alice in her room, but they soon found her. She was sitting on the floor in her closet, staring at the dead man's hand, mumbling to herself. Alice didn't even look up. The joke had worked, but nobody was laughing. Okay, so that's some real open micer type logic. Yeah. Uh, if no one laughs, the joke has not worked. Oh my god. <laughs> so she saw the hand. Yep. And it destroyed her psyche well she turned on the light because she's in the light right mm -hmm. and then she realized she had grabbed his hand mm -hmm. and then she just laid down and lost her mind and then they were like oh we thought this was gonna be so much funnier but turns out cutting the hand off of a corpse and then making a girl lose her mind because she touched it uh-huh not that funny no not funny it's not what a weird story. That is a weird story. And that's a story for kids? Yeah. What the fuck? I know. No wonder our generation is so awful. I know. We grew up with these stories. We are all fucked up. I don't mean awful in like the, oh, millennials don't pay attention. But I mean like everyone is fucked up. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to read the Hearst song and it's a poem. You thought that was sad. Well, this is kind of fun. Uh, You better deliver it slam poetry style. Like how? like just with some feeling i don't want i want to i want to feel it from you I, not the sally and bill shit that was great that okay was a great retelling mm -hmm. you want like don't ever laugh when a hearse <laughs> oh my god goes by i immediately regret asking I, you to I do that this. just this go ahead wanted. and read it you just might be the next to die i can't do it anymore i'm dead yeah <laughs> they'll wrap you up in a big white sheet from your head down to your feet. They'll throw you in a big black box and fill your grave with dirt and rocks. And there you'll lie for about a week until your coffin springs a leak. The worms crawl in, the worms crawl out. The worms play... Pinochle. Pinochle on your snout. I don't know what Pinochle is still. It's a card game. So worms are playing cards on your nose? Yeah. Okay, sure. They'll gobble your fingers and your toes, but then a great big rat will come, crawl in your mouth, and... What? <laughs> Hold on, let me reread this. Am I missing a rhyme? They'll gobble your fingers and your toes, but then a great big rat will come, crawl in your mouth and out your bum. Your skin will turn a sickly blue. Your brains will melt and turn to goo. Your... <laughs> This is fun. <laughs> why do you like this so much? You spread them on a slice of bread, and that's what you eat when you are dead. 
What? You this eat your fun. own brain? This is a fun one. Uh, <laughs> I love this one. <laughs> Why are you eating your own brains? Because you're a zombie. I mean, okay. I love it. It's a fun way to explain decomposition. Do right? you want to be buried? No, I want to be burned. Yeah. I'm burn not, it all. Yeah, burn it. What does it matter? I do, you know, here's the thing. I, um, one of my favorite YouTube channels when I'm not watching metal detecting or ASMR. <laughs> oh my God. Is, what about ASMR metal detecting? I wish that was a thing. It's too loud though. Cause it beeps too loud. Not relaxing. Anyway. I mean, maybe we'll have to try it. Nut and noggin. <laughs> my favorite guy. Anyway, there's a girl on YouTube and her YouTube channel is ask a mortician. Okay. And she's very like, um, pro cremation and natural burial because if you're buried naturally your body will actually decompose into the ground and you won't be hurting the environment yeah and it's um extremely cheap because you have to have a um like basically compostable coffin here's a deal if i get buried in the ground i want to be full of chemicals because i want to take the environment down with me i mean that's (laughs) that's what everyone else is doing um, so she will do like an ask me anything, which is my favorite segment because there's so many questions about death I have specifically about decomposition. And one of the strangest things to me has been skin slippage. Like when your skin starts to slide off of you. Oh, um, it's if like, you masturbate a lot, that happens to you too. <laughs> 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 Get a little skin slippage. Um, so yeah, I've, if they would have put that part into this this would be my favorite if it had skin slippage yeah i think that's an important part of decomposition we're not talking about also the gases you know Mm. you know about that yeah i know about the gases and the structural integrity of catacombs that you can walk through and how they're all built at a certain angle so that all of the liquid can go through a specific channel and be disposed of. All the bodily fluids? Yeah. Okay. All of that lovely stuff. Yeah. And you can tell like uh, some catacombs aren't built that well. And they'll smell a little bit because they don't have the correct ventilation systems. So you're smelling decay. Why do you know so much about this? Because I watch Ask a Mortician. Oh, you know? my, so you're just on YouTube mm-hmm. just for no reason learning about the funeral industry? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So let me get this straight. What? You go online mm-hmm. and you're like, I'm going to watch a lady pretend to give me a checkup and then speak into the <laughs> microphone and I'm going to get super relaxed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then while I'm relaxed, I'm going to watch some guy from the south try to find coins in fields via metal detector. Yeah, he does. And then after that, I'm going to contemplate my existence and watch some lady talk about the funeral industry, something I am not involved will never be involved <laughs> with. And then and then you cap it all off with some hentai. Welcome to my life. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that is literally my journey online. That is literally it. Like because they are like the only people I really follow on YouTube so it pops up. So I'll like 
Well, the thing about Nut and Noggin is he's like, could Nut Noggin? Nut and Noggin. Nut Noggin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He actually, he actually found a ghost once metal detecting because there's a bunch of abandoned houses. What? Yeah. Yeah, he tried to, he went through an abandoned house and he, um, to like, because you find some good shit. Like the South is just littered with abandoned houses and he's always there with his Garrett AT Pro. And <laughs> uh, sponsor me. And um, he's like looking around. He always finds good shit there. He goes into the basement and there's clearly no one there in the middle of nowhere. And, and then he tries to go back up and he can't open the door. And there's clearly something blocking it because he can open it and push it. And you could see like the light of the outside, but then there's something pushing it back on him. Mm-hmm. And he's freaking out and he's way into Jesus. It's like the worst part about him. But anyway, he's freaking out and he's like praying and like losing his mind. And then he goes to push it again and it just swings open. It was on, if you watch like best ghost footage, his video was on it. Uh huh. All connected. Nut and noggin? <laughs> Nut and noggin. Could be a penny. Could be gold. He says that <laughs> oh every my. time. He says that all the time. In a, in a thick southern accent? Yeah. Could be a penny. Or it could be gold. <laughs> could, could be a penny. Could be gold. Tyler and I say that to each other all the time. And I bet you that's what Tyler says every time he goes down on you. Yeah. Tastes like pennies. Could be gold. Could be gold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, put that on my fucking tombstone. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Noel. <laughs> <laughs> fucking wow. Oh, man. Anyway. Oh, what was the last hentai you watched? Just real quick. <laughs> the last hentai I watched. Was it today, you fucking animal? <laughs> I didn't watch hentai today. I did watch some last night. Um, <laughs> God. And it it was um, a schoolgirl. Oh, let me wait. Hold on. Let me guess. Something horrible happens to her. Yes. Okay. A school, like schoolgirls, I should say. A schoolgirl getting undressed in the like locker room and then her like girlfriends come in and they all are like getting undressed and she's like obviously getting like turned on but being like, I can't be a lesbian in Japan. They'll stone me to death, you know? And then they all like are looking at her freaking out and then they're all like, fuck it. Let's just all have an orgy. And then like a teacher's watching and it turns into like weird cuckolding. I didn't know that part was coming. I thought it was just going to be a fun little orgy scene and then some girls like oh my god guess what i have and then like pulls out an octopus and that's where i left oh you left i was like where's that gonna go well we all know where it went they're not eating it for sushi <laughs> they are not <laughs> so yeah oh man i gotta say the most dangerous jobs in the world it's like fucking it's like minor uh taxi cab driver gas station clerk japanese schoolgirl. yeah because if you do any of those jobs something eventually very terrible will happen yes. to you yes it is those are the facts of life and only one of them contends with tentacle monsters yeah figure it out <laughs> oh my god so yeah oh, anyway god. you know that's how i spend my evenings don't judge me you do weird shit. No, like not, not like that. Wash your body with soap. I want my body's fine. Mm-hmm. Way to avoid a straight answer on that one. My body. I don't. So I don't use soap. Mm-hmm. Unless who's the real gross monster? I'm like filthy with something on me. Mm-hmm. Don't oh my soap. god. 
No using soap, motherfucker. How often do you use soap, Noah? How often do you shower? When I shower, I use soap. <laughs> oh, my God. I think three soap- soapless showers <laughs> to your one soap shower. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, anyway, you go. We've got very off track. I know. The listeners. Oh, Shaming man. my lifestyle. N- noggin. <laughs> Could be a penny. Could be a penny. Could be gold. (laughs) He's so pure. (laughs) He found a vape and was just like, I'm not sure what this is. And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Wait, he found it like metal detecting? Yeah, in like the river. (laughs) He found found like a bag of weed. He found a vape and he was just like, y'all ain't ever going to believe this shit. I think I done found me a robot's penis. (laughs) Yeah. It's just up in this river. Literally. Was a robot swimming and lost its junk? Yes. It that happens. His pure reactions. He is so <laughs> pure and innocent. He found a grinder, like clearly a grinder for weed. And he's yeah. just like, I'm not sure what type of machine this belongs to. And he's the type of dude who will like, he'll find like a fucking world war or like civil war era button. Right. Uh-huh. And he'll be able to tell you the rank and who wore it and what their position was, the exact date. And he's like, oh, a, a battle happened here around, you know, whatever. He's like unbelievably historical. Like he knows everything. Picks up a grinder and is just like, I don't know what type of technology this belongs <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, but then he fucking goes into a basement where he doesn't belong and he tries to get out and like a nail comes down because it's an abandoned house and he's clearly could just open the door and he's like, Lord Jesus, help me. <laughs> I'm trapped inside this building. The ghosts have me. Be gone, <laughs> ghosts. Be gone. And it's just like clearly a thing he could just push open. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was telling myself, but he had to pray the demon away. <laughs> he had to pray the demon away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. He's oh. good. Everyone watch him. Support the him. robots know I have their penis. <laughs> They're coming for revenge. <laughs> Let me be, robots. Oh <laughs> he just keeps the vape with him and kisses it every night, hoping they don't come for him. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Anyway. Okay. Uh, back to spooky stories. Everyone out there, go subscribe to Nut and Noggin on YouTube. <laughs> Tell, tell him, him tell him noel sent you tell him i'm like his ghost follower i only like never comment yeah yeah i do that with a bunch of people well because everyone in his comments is religious he starts off the video with a bible quote ends it with a bible quote no way yeah i can't be i can't belong there i'm a fucking i'm like a deadbeat dad who watches from afar will go to your basketball game but look through the window that's me Okay. <laughs> That's me on his videos. That's so I support you only weird. to myself and you can't know. <laughs> I mean, Nut and Noggin might be happy that you support him even though you have different lifestyle choices. I don't know. He's so he's so religious. He might block me from his channel. Religious. Oh, are you scared? Yeah, because I can't live without him. <laughs> Does he who else is there that metal detects? No one as good as him. No one as good as him. There's actually sidebar nation right now there's actually a woman who metal detects who has she looks like the human barbie Mm -hmm. she's got like fucking f fake boobs unreal okay un like un like the anime titties yeah not not natural and like bleach blonde hair and she's always wearing like anime contacts and like her nails she always has a long ass pink acrylic um and she wears like basically pole dancing shorts 
like the tiniest yeah, little yeah. you know what i'm talking about but like they're like tiny little spandex yeah, shorts not camel toe shorts moose knuckles yeah shorts. like i can see your ovaries and she wears those and then like hiking boots and a hat yeah. like a fucking bass pro shop hat uh-huh. and she's out there metal detecting and it's just like Girl, what the fuck is you doing? I can't pay attention to any of her fines. Why? Because you're distracted her, her by her? titties are out. It's like she goes <laughs> oh to like... Oh my God, sexism. She goes to dig we're, something we're, out we're. and her boobs are the frame. And you can't even see if she, what she finds. As far as I know, she's planting it there. Like, do you know what she she will find if she goes to her comment sections? Hard dicks. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Find, talk about metal. It was like she posted a video last year like when it was clearly snowing and she wore a jacket and the comment section was just like why well, missed your old stuff and it's like motherfucker it was snowing outside let the woman wear a jacket <laughs> god damn it greg i'm telling your wife so yeah that's metal detecting on youtube oh it sounds like a fucking dark community <laughs> <It> <laughs> yeah, it's not good it is all right let's read this last story and get out of here yeah okay sam's new pet is this Sam from the other? Sam's. Wait, was it? No, that was Bill. Sally Bill, was her Bill name. Bill and Sally. Hey, yeah, yeah. Sam stayed with his grandmother when his parents went to Mexico for their vacation. We are going to bring you back something nice, his mother told him. I almost went into a Mexican accent, and then I was like, no, 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 they're visiting Mexico. Yeah. They're not Mexican. <laughs> Pull the reins back. <laughs> It will be a surprise. Before they came home, Sam's parents looked for something Sam would like. All they could find was a beautiful sombrero. It cost too much. But that afternoon, while they were eating their lunch in a park, they decided to buy the sombrero after all. Hey, fucking cool. Um, Sam's father threw what was left of their sandwiches to some stray dogs, and they walked back to the marketplace. One of the animals followed them. It was a small gray creature with short hair, short legs, and a long tail. What? Some sort of chihuahua mix. One of my ex-girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> that joke will never get old to me. Aww. Wherever they went, <laughs> wherever they went, it went. Isn't he cute, Sam's mother said? It must be one of those Mexican hairless dogs. Sam would love him. That There's no such I've thing. I've never heard of a, of a Mexican, Mexican hairless, hairless dog. dog. Yeah, and it's called the Chubacabra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it eats your fucking babies. Right? No, it is a Chupacabra. Yeah, that's what it looks like. The Mexican hairless dog is either a Chupacabra or a sex move. <laughs> <laughs> the Mexican hairless dog. Oh, my God. Ooh spicy (laughs) yeah if you do the mexican hairless dog see a doctor immediately (laughs) oh they gave the new pet some dog food then they washed it and brushed it and combed its fur i thought it was hairless that i think it's just patchy that night it slept on sam's bed when sam awakened in the morning his pet was still there mother he called the dog has a cold the animal's eyes were running and there was something white around its mouth Later that morning, Sam's mother took it to a veterinarian. Where did you get him, the vet asked. In Mexico, she said. We think he's a Mexican hairless. I was going to ask you about that. He's not a hairless, the vet said. He's not even a dog. He's a sewer rat, and he has rabies. (laughs) (laughs) Parent of the Year Award. That one was my favorite. Oh, but that's how it ends? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Oh my god. I just like that he's like, it's not a hairless. It's not even a fucking dog. You... It's a sewer rat. Don't bring home strange things from Mexico, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. That makes me wonder what the sombrero actually was. <laughs> a hat full of black tar heroin. They're related to that guy from Florida that just thinks everything is a gun. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I love this. Oh. I man. love this. What a beautiful story. And so these are scary stories for kids. Yeah. I'd like to think that the continuation of that is like the vet's like, hey, will you just uh Go ahead, just sit here for a moment. And he's just in the back like, hi, is this CPS? Yeah, I have a family here who has given their child clearly what is a rabid sewer rat from Mexico. <laughs> Can you send someone over immediately? Oh, my God. It's so fucking ridiculous. A rat looks nothing like a dog. A Mexican hairless. No, doesn't exist. <laughs> Can you imagine like the Mexican border patrol guys as you're like going back into the United States and they're like, did that... Did that family have a fucking rat in their <laughs> car? And he's like, let them go. Let them go. I know. Like, straight up. They're just like in the minivan on their way back. They're like, Look at our new pet. They're like, uh-huh. Get the fuck out of here. They probably saw that family like trying to barter down like to one peso for that sombrero. And that poor lady's like, you know what? Whatever. Fine. You fucking dumb white tourist. Just fucking take it. Just get out of my face and leave. And that same border patrol guy was there when they were going through. And he clearly sees that it's a fucking rabbit sewer rat. And he was like, have a nice day. <laughs> Hope it fucking bites out your jugular. Oh my God. My mom has a dog that may or may not be a sewer rat. So. No, it just has diabetes. Yeah, it does. Its its hair fell out and it looked like a rat. It Aww. had diabetes so hard. Aww. He's fine now, though. Okay. He's recovering. Good. With insulin? With insulin, yeah. My mom <laughs> gives him shots and has to like, feed him this crazy food, but Aww. my grandpa still sabotages him and gives him treats. They need to stop. Well, the I dog's mean... dog's gonna die. You know, the dog should have some self-control. <laughs> yep. It should. Yeah. You're right. Fuck that dog. Do you think wild dogs get diabetes? No. But wild dogs are eating babies. The dango ate my baby. <laughs> oh my god. You know. Okay. You know what that's about. I do know what that's about. Well, we're out of scary stories. Yeah. Uh, and then we talked about your YouTube habits, which was the real <laughs> scary story here. I think the winner. Oh my god. But they're all so good. You know what? I will say. Everyone hates the Russians, right? Mm -hmm. The Russians hacked the election. You know, they did all these terrible things. They're terrible people. The Russian ASMR girls on YouTube are fucking slaying it. But I did recently fall down a rabbit hole in which I found myself watching a Russian. They call themselves ASMR artists. Mm. And it was all in Russian. And she was doing a cannibal doc role play. Like she was a, a doctor cannibal who doctor was a cannibal? role play. Okay. It was upsetting. Did And she's speaking Russian or English? Russian with subtitles. Oh. It was upsetting. Why? Because she had like meat. Oh no. That she was like poking at to make the squishy sounds. And I was just like, what have I done? And you watched the whole thing. I tapped out. A little, like a minute in. You tapped out after the octopus came out. <laughs> like, where <laughs> like, does I this go? I didn't sign up for this part. 
Yeah. So welcome my life. Okay. You're fucked up. I know. It's fine. Hey, could be a penny. <laughs> could be gold. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking all right, everyone. Hail Satan. Hail Satan.